Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul Podcast, episode 146, Life Lessons from a DJ. Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul Podcast, your source for inspiration, motivation, and positive change. I'm your host, Rich Bracken, and in each episode, I'm here to provide exactly what you need to get you on your path to excellence through insights and amazing interviews with high achievers. Now, let's get started. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Enrich Your Soul podcast. And whether or not you knew me prior to my podcasting days, um, there may be something you do or don't know about. I was a nationally touring DJ for about 25 years. I will I will say that it wasn't always that glorious uh, throughout the 25 years. I spent many, many a night DJing in places that I really didn't want to just to get the practice, to get the the credibility build uh, to really you know cut my teeth and, and pay my dues on the way up. But there were a lot of things that I learned now looking back, having been out of it for about five years, looking back on the history of what I did, what I accomplished and what I learned in that time. And I wanted to share some of those with you because they're, they're relevant, they're fun, um, but they are things that I have carried with me that have helped me learn how to be a better business person, be a better individual, how to really buy into my own self-worth. So I want to share a few of those with you today. Now, these aren't the only lessons I learned during that time. That I have stories upon stories that I could dive into. This could be a gigantic saga of podcasts based off of the things that I learned, stories that I lived through. Um, you know, honestly, the, the first time I, I ever DJed a professional gig um, outside of high school, which is when I started, probably should have been my last. It was the worst experience I think I've ever had in my entire life. So um, if you ever want to hear that story, let me know. Ask me about my the first time I ever DJed a wedding. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So I want to talk about a few of these. That but These are the main lessons that I learned during that time. The first one is always know a little bit more than you think you should. See also have a backup plan. So I had been in so many scenarios in shows um, working with different teams, different AV teams, different sound people, light people. And so a lot of the times, like I would, you know, as a DJ, you go in, you play the music, you engage the crowd, but inevitably something probably will go wrong. And most times you have somebody who knows how to fix it. And that's a saving grace, but sometimes it's just you. And there's no more isolating feeling in the entire world than when you're DJing, it's just you, you're looking out at a couple hundred or a couple thousand people and the lights go out or the music goes out or something, something goes drastically wrong that is not something directly impacted by you. If you can't find a solution to that, if you can't be flexible and, and know a little bit more than you should, you're probably going to wind up hanging out to dry longer than you really want to. Um, one second's long enough. But when we think about backup plans in business and in life and, you know, understanding how to educate yourself a little bit more, having a little bit more of a horizon of knowledge, no matter what your role is, no matter what your company is, knowing a little bit more than you should proves valuable in so many scenarios because you could see it from a different angle. You have a different perspective on things, but you feel more competent to solve problems or to find solutions for something. So don't be afraid to stretch outside of your norm. So if like in the scenario of a DJ, like if you look at the DJ as a job description, like this is what I'm supposed to do. 
the AV guy is supposed to do this. The sound guy is supposed to do this. The, the, the woman running the lights is supposed to do this. If you just say, well, this is all I know and this is all I'm responsible for, then if something goes wrong in another realm that you don't have somebody who's got a backup plan or maybe they're not standing there when it happens, you need to be able to figure that out. Same thing in business. Like if you know, if you're in marketing and you know a little bit about finance or you know a little bit about technology, not that you have to be an expert in those worlds, but the more you know, the better your, your like I said, your horizon, your longitude can be on your ability to contribute, ability to problem solve, ability to issue spot. It just becomes an invaluable stance. Second lesson, read the room. I can't tell you how many times I would I would go listen to a DJ or I would be in a lineup of DJs and, and there would be a DJ playing with their head down, not paying attention to the crowd. They would be playing what they want to play and they are not watching the reactions of people. They're not reading the room. They're not figuring out what needs to happen next. They're in their own, you know, they've got blinders on there. They're in tunnel vision. They're not looking at what is going on. And that has a lot to do with ego. It has a lot to do with insecurity. But it also, when you think about the translation of that into life, it is really being socially aware, understanding what is going on around you, being able to read body language, being able to read facial expressions, being able to sense energy. Um, That was one of my favorite things about DJing was being a highly sensitive person. Like I felt the energy of the crowd in a different way, in a different level. You know, I the the energy would pulse through the room and I could feel it. it. There was a color to it. Like it was just awesome. And I'm not saying all of my shows were blissful and fantastic. There were shows that I would choose the wrong song like badly. Like I thought I would be able to to take it up to another level and I would choose the wrong song or something would go wrong or I would mix it poorly or whatever the case may be. And it would change. The, the room would change. But then it was I had to figure out how to get it back to where it was. So by reading the room, being more socially aware in conversations and communication and understanding that it's not just your perspective, it's not just your energy, it's not just your mood that is driving things. It is the mood, the energy of others that are contributing to this. So understanding that it's not just about you and being able to read the room and sense where things need to change or when things are cooling off or when the energy is ramping up. As a speaker, as a a leader, as a marketing executive, as a salesperson, as a consultant, all of these things in individual conversations, all of these things are really critical when you're reading the room and trying to figure out what's going on. The more you pay attention, the better off you are, the better communicator you are, the better you're going to have relationship build, uh, trust build, because you're paying attention to what's going on. The third lesson was probably the hardest to grasp. But once you grasp this, and this is both in the DJ world and in in business and in personal life, it is one of the hardest things to figure out. But when you do figure it out, it's, it's intoxicating. Like it's, it's such a freeing feeling. And that is the fact that you will not be everyone's cup of tea. You will not be liked by everybody. And that's okay. Because there are so many times, like I remember distinctly playing for rooms of a couple hundred people and I could be rocking 499 out of the 500, but I would lock in on that one person that just wasn't feeling it. 
And instead of paying attention to the 499, I was so wrapped up in why that person wasn't dancing or why they were looking at me weird or why their energy was, was totally dark compared to everybody else. And that's what I focused my efforts on. That's what I focused my attention on. And that was such a bad thing. So understanding that, especially as the law of averages go up, the more people you speak to, the more content you write, the more sales you try to to bring in, the more you engage people, uh, the more you put yourself out there, especially when you really tie into your personal brand. Uh, And I'll talk about that in a little bit. It is really important that you understand that you are not going to be liked by everybody. Um, I, I talk all the time. I played house music and that was my, my favorite kind of music to play. It was my passion. I loved a certain kind of house music. And even to this day, like I, I hear songs that I felt like I had to play. And then I, I hear songs that I wanted to play. And there's a very distinct difference. And once I understood that my energy was higher, my, my shows were better my crowd engagement was better when I was playing songs that I wanted to play because they sounded really good and they brought me happiness. It allowed me to bring other people happiness. And so under, you know, understand, and and we are by nature, we are people pleasers. We want to be liked by everybody. We want the, you know, the, the vast majority, if not a hundred percent of people that ever come in contact with us to like us, that's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Um, so by understanding that the truer you are to yourself and the more authentic you are to yourself, that is where the happiness is going to come in. When you understand that not what, there's no way hundred percent of the people are going to like what you do. The fourth lesson serve, and this comes in a lot of different forms and fashions. Uh, you know, I'll go back a little bit to, a, to an example I gave earlier about the DJs that had their heads down playing what they wanted to play. They didn't read the room, but it was also an ego trip. It was about them. They, you know, I, I worked with a DJ one time who opened for me. He was the DJ that played before me and he cleared the room. Like people left because he was so into what he was doing and he wasn't paying attention to the crowd. He and he he literally looked at me at one point and said, well, F them. They don't know good music if it hit him in the face. And I'm standing there staring wide eyed at this guy like, are you are you kidding me? Like, yes, there is a fine line between playing what you think is right, trying to introduce new music. There's a way of doing it. There's a way of nuancing it. But to completely come into a venue or to completely go into a conversation or to try to pitch a new client or to enhance a relationship. By going into it with your needs first, you are doomed for failure. And by understanding that you are there to serve you know, as a DJ, it was, the, mind you, it was my job to entertain, to serve, to, to allow people to have an escape from the daily grind of what they were going through, to allow them to put their check their emotions at the door, check their problems at the door, and just come have a good time. That was my job. Now, how it got done was a whole different ballgame. But if I went in there saying, this is my world, you're lucky to be here, and I'm going to do what I want to do, whether you like it or not... That was the wrong attitude to have, even if you even if you come in with a very unique playlist or even if you come into any conversation wanting to share something new. When you come at it with the idea that it is your world, that it is your value, that is up, it's like everything is you, 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 the energy is off. 
the delivery is off, the messaging is off, everything is off. But if you go into it saying, hey, I'm excited to share this with you, or I understand that you're here for a certain reason, how can I help? Or what can I do to support you? That was my goal. Every show I played, I would go in saying, how can I lift the souls and minds and hearts of these people? And by reading the room, combining some of the stuff that I've already talked about, reading the room and being selective about what I did, how I did it, that was what allowed me to engage and relate with my audiences. And it's the same thing with any individual conversations, content creation, sales. You know, Again, you know, these are repeatable. But when you go into it with a servant mentality and not a mentality of this is my world, you're lucky to be here, the results are completely polar opposite. So how you address the next conversation you have, how you go into the next sales pitch you have, how you engage that next conversation with a friend or a family member or in your relationship, when you go into it trying to think of how you can help and support, again, the energy is completely different and you get much better results. And finally, the biggest lesson of all, have fun in life. I... The even just sitting here flashing back through some of my favorite shows, thinking about the faces in the crowd and the hugs that I would get afterwards and the the communication that would happen and just seeing people having the time of their life. But it was because I was having fun and I was I was giving them the opportunity. I was I was engaging them where they needed to be. And it was fun, man. It was so much fun. I've. Again, you know, to start on the DJ side of things, I saw so many DJs go up there and not smile. They're not enjoying themselves. And maybe that's not their personality. I'm not saying that you have to be me and jump up on top of railings and speakers and, you know, bars and whatever, because that was that was definitely my style. Um, everybody's going to be a little bit different. And how you have fun is is different. But go into it loose. Go into life loose. Have a good time. Find the positives in things. Enjoy what you're doing. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many people over the 25 years I talked to that just had the time of their life. And I was honored to be able to be a part of that and help provide that opportunity for them. Um, that's why I kept doing it for so long. And that's why I miss it so terribly. But, you know, in life, I think we take things way too seriously sometimes. And especially over the last couple of years, things have just been bonkers, right? Even before then, they were tough. But the last couple of years, two, two and a half years, have just been ridiculous. But it's it's finding the humor, finding the fun, finding the silver lining when you can that is your saving grace. I, I wouldn't be have been able to get through the last two years if it weren't for music, for laughter, for friends for communication for for relationships like the connections that were fun and that brought me joy because there will always there will always be a dark side of every coin there will always be something negative to think about something negative to focus on um but if you can find that positivity if you can find the fun if you can even in the most remedial mind-numbing task if you can make it fun Find a way to do that. What what can make it fun for you? I worked on a project just yesterday that was so boring, so absolutely boring. And I I had been putting it off because it was so like, I was like, ah, it's the last thing I want to do. So what did I do? I put on some music. 
listened to it, had a little bit of fun. It went by like that. It was, it was, it, it went so much quicker. And I spent, I probably spent more time putting it off than I actually did actually doing it, to be totally honest with you. But it was because I had fun with it. And so find fun. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of, of inserting intentional joy into your day, into your life, into your, into your everything. So wherever you can find intentional joy, do that. Find a way to do that. Find your, your level of joy. Find the things that make you happy. And when you feel things going negatively, break the glass and get them out. Like go for it because life's too short. Life's way too short. Um, so again, like I, all of these things, and I can, I'm, my mind is spinning of all the stories that I have from, from my DJ past. Um, but again, like it just, it all boils down to some fundamentals, you know, really understanding how to be yourself, how to really invest in your own brand and realize you're not going to be liked by everybody, knowing more than you should and being prepared, being able to read the room and be socially aware uh, serving people and coming to it with a servant mentality and then really just having fun. Um, those are just a, you know, a small handful of all the lessons that can be learned. Um, you know, the bonus lesson to be learned is don't ever drink Goldschlager. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> that if not that you're like contemplating it right now, but if you were put it down, put it down, don't buy it, whatever, like move away from the Goldschlager. It's awful. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this. The, the surprise that I want to give you, and I haven't done this in a very long time, so I'm really excited, is that as you're listening to this, um, if you're listening to it on the website, you'll see the link. If you're listening to this on your preferred platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, number one, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to the podcast. But number two, I have included one of my old mixes on my website. So go to this episode on richbracken.com. You'll see a link to... Um, to the, to the file. It's a, a mix that I did a couple of years ago that I listened to earlier today and I love it. And I just wanted to share it because it brings me joy and hopefully it brings you joy too. A lot of really fun tracks. It is house music. Anybody who calls everything with a dance beat techno, I'm sorry. Um, there will be some songs you recognize. There's some, I'm, I've always been a big fan of like remixing old songs and using those in my shows. And so there are a lot of familiar songs that no matter if you like house music, techno, whatever you want to call it, if you don't like it, but you know some of these songs, it may be fun for you. Um, but it is a, a really fun mix. I'm, I'm proud to share it with you. Uh, but please, 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 please um, share it. Share the episode. Share the podcast. Share the mix with as many people as you know, because you never know who's going to need a little bit of enrichment and a good dancey beat. So thank you all so much for your support. I have so many amazing things coming this year that I'm so blessed to have you along for the ride for. Stay tuned. It's going to be it's going to be a big year. It's just going to be a big year. And I'm, I'm honored to do what I do. So thank you so much for all your support, all your love, all your comments. If you have a topic you would like me to talk about, please email me at rich at richbracken.com. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. For more information, including previous episodes, keynote speaker information, television appearances, and more, visit richbracken.com. 